I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. Is it the Kate and Mike Show or Mike and Kate Show? It's the Kate and Mike Show. Kate and Mike Show. The woman show. always goes first. Oh, okay. The Kate ladies and Mike Show. Ladies first. Oh, yes, ladies first. Welcome to episode number four. Today we are going to talk about... How to cut through all of the social media kind of noise and pick who to follow. Because you could literally be following millions of people and nobody has time for that. So... Today, we're going to talk about how to be picky and choosy and really get that dialed in. Yeah. And just expand a little bit about what Kate said. We're going to talk about kind of who we follow when it comes to inspiration and business and advice. And then sometimes it's time to move on, you know, from maybe there was somebody over the last year that you found super inspirational. And then you're like, you know what? I'm not really connecting with that person anymore. And then you move on. So I think it's really important. This is going to be a shorter episode because we have to go pick up Penelope at her new daycare that she just started today. So you want, let's jump right in it, Kate. What about you? Who is inspiring you these days well, I'll or tell in the you, past? Why don't we talk about something maybe in the past or... No, or, I'm not going to do them. past ones. Okay. I'm just going to do current. Right. Because then I have to talk about why I stopped that's following true. them and that's weird and I don't want to make anyone feel bad. So I have been a diehard Danielle Laporte fan since the first time I ever discovered her blog. Before D, I never even knew what a blog was. And I was like, thought they were just for nerdy, weird internet people. And I was like, why would anyone ever read such a thing? And what are they? And like, clearly, I don't need to pay attention to them. And then I started reading Danielle's blog. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I read almost every single one of her emails. So I'm a big Danielle fan. And that has actually led to a really beautiful friendship. So I also love our friend Marie Forleo. I don't watch every single Marie TV episode, but I watch a lot of them. Oftentimes they are my lunchtime little pleasure. So I really enjoy Marie and what she puts out there. Chris Carr. I love following Chris and reading her newsletter. I love her recipes. I don't actually cook any of them, but I like reading them. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is out there like that. You like to read cookbooks, but you don't actually cook anything. <laughs> it's more of like an aspirational type deal for me. And I just love her quirky perspective on life and wellness. So those are three. Oh, and then my newest one is Glennon Doyle Melton. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her book, Carry On Warrior. And her new book, Love Warrior, just came out. And so I can't wait to dive into that one as well. And I'm so excited. I'm going to go to her New York City book tour event. And I'm pumped. I'm going to go with my friend Megan Watterson. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're yeah, flying yeah. <laughs> Surprise! I'm leaving. So she's my latest and greatest. And then big diehard fan of Brene Brown and Elizabeth Gilbert. So those are my folks that I follow. I also really love James Wedmore, a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. I love his podcast. And then Tim Ferriss. I love Tim Ferriss's podcast. So I guess that's how I have a lot of them. But mm -hmm. those are my main ones. How about you, honey? A big Seth Godin fan. Oh, yeah. So I like, I mean, there's a lot of people that I pay attention to or follow or that I've learned from, but I would say on a regular basis, Casey Neistat is one of them. I watch his vlogs Mike every single day. Mike has a major man crush. And we, do you want to it's talk about of... when we met? Yeah, we can talk about when I met Casey Neistat. Also, Gary Vaynerchuk, he really pushes my buttons on a good way. We can talk about that later because I think we could do a whole like 
20 minutes riffed on that because there's a lot of people that he pushes people's buttons. He pushes my buttons. Yeah, I was at, we were at a Jess Ortner's bridal shower this weekend and I just mentioned his name and these three ladies just went off on a tangent for 15 minutes and all I did was say his name. He's it was, pretty polarizing. Yeah, it I was I feel like amazing. people either love him or really don't yes. like him. It's true and he knows it. So it's pretty cool. And then Tony Robbins, I find very inspiring for me. Also, Brene Brown really connects with me at my heart soul, you know, down in the heart. And I guess the heart soul isn't really I a like thing, that. But I just made it up. She connects with me in my um, heart soul. Who else do I really... Tim Ferriss. Yeah, Tim You're Ferriss' a big Tim podcast. Ferriss fan. Yeah, Amy Porterfield from, oh, a, yes. from a tech standpoint. I think Amy is one of the best. Amy Porterfield and James Wedmore are... Two of the best teachers I have yep. ever met. Ooh, if we had to rank them, who would we rank? I'm one not or doing two? that to them. Ooh. <laughs> so when you're online, honey, yeah. what makes you follow people? And what makes you unfollow people? And what's some of your criteria? So great example. We just were at, I'll just share this example because it was really relevant to us. And I shot a Facebook Live about this about a week ago. So we were at our... Which will be linked in the notes. Yeah. We were at our USANA convention in Salt Lake City, Utah two weeks ago. And there was a speaker there by the name of John Maxwell. He has sold over 27 million books. And what's really interesting is that I don't resonate with John Maxwell. So I think neither this do is, I. Neither does Kate. So when he started talking and he's going through his talk, I like I'm like okay. And anytime I don't resonate with someone, I really sit there and I try to open my mind a little bit, open my heart, let their knowledge in, and just to say okay, I don't resonate with this guy, but he's got a you know he sold 27 million books. All of our team or majority of our team really resonated with him. They got takeaways. I was like I know I can learn something from him. No matter what, I always feel that there's one nugget or something that I can learn from each person. And as I was sitting there, I was just like, you know what? I don't resonate with John Mack. Like, I'm just listening to him. And I was like, I don't resonate with that. I was like, okay, well, I can leave. You know, it's just like, I don't need to spend another hour trying to convince myself to stay in this room. And I think it's really, for me, he has an audience. Like, he's built his own audience. He has his own following. He's sold his own books. People resonate with him. But for my aspect, like, if I don't vibe with somebody, that was a live event but even if it's online or something like that i just unsubscribe from their newsletter and move on with my day you know in that live event i just you know excused myself i didn't stand up and make a big stink about it and be like this guy stinks you know like i didn't there's no reason to do any of that it's not necessary because it's that would ruin the experience for every other person so when i started in the network marketing industry i followed this gentleman he was fantastic he taught me a lot he really upped my game his name's jonathan budd who we actually had lunch with and then it got to a point where i was just like you know what i think i've maxed out my learning on his teaching material and this was quite a few years ago he actually left the network marketing industry anyway and so it was just one of those things where I believe that there's a time, the way I look at teachers and or people that inspire me or I follow or learn from, that there is a learning I'm able to learn from them. But there might come a time where everything that I'm going to benefit from that or take away from it has happened, right? Where it's time to maybe find someone else that is maybe accomplishing other things in their life or accomplishing other goals that I would like to strive for. So one of the biggest things I look for when I'm working with people that I'd like to surround myself with individuals similar to the way I live my life. So they're a business owner, could be, is a big, strong one because we're business owners. Now I have a wife, now I have a wife, now I have a family, a daughter. So those are people really understanding, like for instance, Tim Ferriss isn't married and doesn't have a daughter. So 
when he talks about efficiency in the morning, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because I have a daughter that wakes up at random times from 5 to 7 or who knows when. So I try to get up at 4 or 4.30 or 5 to wake up a little bit earlier than her so I can have my own time in the morning. Sometimes it just doesn't work. So if I'm talking to somebody like Brene Brown who has kids and what's her morning routine, how does that work? How does she adjust to that? Very flexible. Where Tim Ferriss is probably a little bit more rigid with his morning routine because he has that freedom. It's not that I make that person bad. Like I don't fault Tim Ferriss for not having kids or being married, right? It's just the experience of when I am surrounding myself with individuals that I would like to learn from. I love that. One of the things that I really look at that's, you know, along those same lines is, does their life look like something I would want to have? And if the answer is no, it doesn't mean their advice couldn't be relevant to my life and I'll still listen. But the people I mainly follow have to have some element that's like, yeah, they're living a reality that really resonates with me. And another one is Stu McLaren Mm -hmm. is a friend of ours who just released a course on membership sites called Tribe. And he has fabulous videos and great content to check out. And what I love about Stu is not only is he a brilliant marketer, he's really about family first. And he lives that way. And he's such a genuine, transparent guy. And that really resonates with me. So that's huge. But I mean, for me, it's does their life look like something that I would want to have? And do they sort of like, honestly, make me laugh and make me cry? If their truth, what they share really makes me cry in terms of like tears of resonance, then I will continue following. But if every time, you know, I was subscribed to somebody's newsletter and every time I got her newsletter, it pushed my buttons and made me feel really triggered in terms of, well, Kate, you're not doing enough. You're not good enough. You should be doing the da da da. And I'm not sure why this person triggered me that way. I mean, it had nothing to do with her. It was all about me. And I just unsubscribed because every time I opened it up, I honestly went into such comparison that I started feeling bad about myself. And I was like, wait, this is not a positive use of my time. Now, so many email newsletters come in and so much brilliant content, so many amazing podcasts, so many great YouTube videos. I mean, there's so much available on the internet. And so it's really important to filter and look at somebody's track record. Look at you know, what kind of life do they live? Who are they associated with? And also really check in with yourself just kind of like on the internal landscape of how do I feel when I'm listening to this person? Do I feel really good about myself? Do I feel uplifted, inspired, energized? Or am I feeling like guilty or bad about myself? Or does their stuff, you know, make me go down a rabbit hole of like, unworthiness or not being enough or whatever. And also to know that you will not be able to consume all the content that gets put out there. And so for those of you who get anxious because you're not reading all the blogs that come into your inbox or you're not, you know, watching all the videos that get put on your subscriptions on YouTube, I really want to encourage you to go unsubscribe from things and choose maybe three people that you're going to follow their stuff. And obviously, I hope this podcast is one of those things that you continue to say subscribed to, but really pick and choose. And I think that it's the same thing with projects. We've really been noticing how when we work on one project at a time, we feel so much more powerful and we get so much more done. And I think it's the same with following teachers that you can pick and choose rather than getting spread so thin with all these different philosophies, just choosing a little bit at a time and really not getting too much information into your life because you also want to be creating as well as consuming. So that's what I got. Mm, that's good. Cool. Anything else, hon? 
I think it's okay to say, and then Kate wrote a great post on that I can't remember the title of, but it was along the lines that it's okay to like close a book and not finish it. It's okay to turn a podcast off. It's okay to it's okay unsubscribe. To, yeah. It's okay to, because we're built in this society where it's like you have to finish what you start and my word is my bond. And it's like, you know what? If I make a word with a book that I purchased and I don't like it, I will just close it and end it. Yeah. If know. a book doesn't get me within the first 50 pages, I'm done. For sure. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening in and we will see you on the next episode. Awesome. Bye guys. Ever feel like you're constantly doing things, but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you. Mike and I want to share our top five tools for making a life, not just a living to learn what they are. Go to Kate forward slash tools. See you on the next episode.